Blog Talk Radio. Salah! 
is Entertainment Life on the Sasha Marina Show, a show about the entertainment and music industry, where you get to hear from the top and up-and-coming stars, from amateurs to professionals. They're all just working hard for success. This show is to give those the opportunity to speak about their talents and what they're doing to succeed in their dreams. And now, here's your host, Sasha Marina. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm your host, Sasha Marina, and you're tuned into the Sasha Marina Show. So, today I have a very awesome guest that just happened to contact me, um, thanks to a mutual friend, uh, Elizabeth. And, um, anyways, she goes by the name of Victoria Blue. She was an X Factor finalist and from here, from Miami, Florida. Um, Besides being, in, it, it's, her headliner is not really X Factor. I think her headliner is really just her talent overall, uh, her family, her background. Um, that's pretty much what makes Victoria Blue. So, uh, I mean, just a little bit about her. She's from down here, Miami, Florida, uh, Afro-Cuban father, Puerto Rican mom. You know, her sound is R&B and soul with Latin. Imagine uh, I guess a more modern Celia Cruz, you know, La India, all of those things that a lot of us kind of grew up with. If your parents were into that, which probably, of course, they were, um, if you're Hispanic, of course. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, I'm going to have Victoria on the line. Hey, Vicky, you're live on air. Hi, Sasha. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you, thank you. So, uh, thank you for being on the show this morning, um, Vicky. Let's just talk a little bit more about about you, uh, your background. Let's start off with your background um, in music, because that's pretty much what has made you, um, you know, the star that you are now. Thank you. Um, well, basically, yeah. Um, I was raised by my my parents. My father's Cuban. My mom is Puerto Rican. So. Um, I grew up in the church. My father's a minister, and um, I, w- I grew up with with my three brothers, and we had to go to church a lot, sometimes <laughs> seven times a week, sometimes eight, twice on Sundays. So um, we were on music a lot just because my father was raising music as well. His whole family on that side was um, our musicians, Cuban musicians. So my father made sure that um, I was always singing. He, he knew I, I loved singing at the age of six, and my brothers played. Um, so we started off basically singing in the church. We were the band. My brother, my youngest brother was actually the musical director. So by the time um, we were in middle school, um, my dad had us full, fully, you know, practicing in the garage. And uh, we were in school. We were performing. And then um, my dad um, realized that we were really serious about it. So he started kind of booking us for a couple gigs um, at some family events, like local festivals and that sort of thing. And that's when I really started getting serious. So that's pretty much Okay. So you pretty much began singing in church. Uh, who was, yeah. I mean, who was your teacher? Was your dad your teacher from, you know, at home and then at church you had your own choir instructor? Um, who do you feel that, you know, that really guided you? Um, in your vocal range and, you know, how you really got your training? Honestly, I think that when it's uh, a natural talent and it's and it's a gift, you, you just kind of realize along the way, like, what it is that your passions are. So um, I was always involved in, in the choir in school and that sort of thing, but I didn't really start getting uh, a vocal coach until maybe – last year or so, which is probably the reason why I ended up hemorrhaging my vocal cords. But um, 
yeah, just just being trained in school and and that sort of thing. I didn't really have like my father like teaching me, you know, how to sing. It was just you know by ear. So. Okay. Cool. Um, so tell us. You just mentioned something that kind of really put your career on stop. Uh, you know, hemorrhaging your vocal cords, um, and that's something that's uh, kind of common. But um, <laughs> tell me about that that experience with. Uh, going through that and, and, you know, and how that kind of just stopped you. Because I think a lot of things happened to you at one time, you know, during your X Factor, um, you know, that whole phase. Yeah. Um, you want to, what do you want to start from? Do you want to start from how you got into X Factor and that experience? Or do you want to start from the moment you're, you felt your career stopped? Or, because <laughs> <it was> so <laughs> much. I can only imagine um, your like your emotional like you know, ups and downs of that period. Oh my God. <laughs> Trust me, it was it was it's I'm still kind of like getting out of that loophole, you know what I mean? Like it's uh-huh. it, it was one one of the most darkest times I've ever had. If I have anything darker, I don't know, but maybe it was like a lesson, but um so yeah, I mean, as you know, like I auditioned for X Factor last year and um I remember Demi Lovato saying when I was up there, she was like, your voice, it, it, you know, it sounds, it sounds, you know, like you've been over practicing and, and this and that. And before I even went out there, uh, my voice was already kind of, kind of hoarse. And you know what, to tell you the truth, I've always had like a deep raspy voice. Um, uh-huh. It's just something I, I just gotten used to. But the thing is, um, you're supposed to, uh, you know, rest and, 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 and practice and, uh, they called you're supposed to warm up before you sing and those sorts of things but since I was out there and I knew I was a little bit more raspier than than usual I didn't really want to rehearse mm-hmm. so much and I remember Demi was like you over rehearsed and I was like yeah yeah I over rehearsed yeah uh but um uh I actually actually want to clear that up because I didn't actually make it to the finals I was eliminated oh, okay. in during boot camp boot camp was eliminated you know what I mean there was no boot camp so when everybody flew over to LA there was supposed to be boot camp, but they eliminated it. They changed the show up, so that's when everybody got like the shocker. Um, it was still like a def- like a, an amazing experience, an amazing ride. Just meeting the judges and you know getting to talk to everybody it was it was such a great time. But I came back and I was really worried about my voice because things weren't weren't sounding the same. I, I was I never got to the point that I sounded like Barry White, so that's why I was I was I was scared and I went to check out the I went to see the doctor. And basically they said that I had, like, nodules. And I was like, what do you mean? I have gigs. I have things I have to do. And he's like, just take a week off. I took a week off. I went right back into singing. And at a gig, I think I pushed too high because when you when you have nodules, you're not able to hit certain high notes. And I was just, I was just pushing for them. I pushed for them. And, and then I hemorrhaged my vocal cords. So when yeah. I went back to the doctor, I was like, what do I need to do? Do I need to just take another week off? And he was like, no, honey. You have a lot of blood on your vocal cords. We need to, you know, we need to, you need to have surgery. I was like, what? Well, how long is that going to take? Because I was, I was working on releasing, you know, my EP um, last year at the end of the year. And he was like, uh, you can't, you can't, you can't speak. As a matter of fact, we need to have surgery. And before the surgery, you need to have your vocals clear. Like there can't be any blood on them. There's a lot of blood on them, blah, blah, blah. So I wasn't able to speak for the majority of November for December, which was my birthday, Christmas, New Year's, I was not able to do to have any. I even had a Christmas party, and I and I didn't speak at all during the party. Like, it was the funniest yeah. thing ever, but it was just the darkest, the darkest. It was hard. It what was would hard have happened? Uh huh. Go ahead. 
Well, you mean what, what would have happened if I? Well, what would have happened? 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 Pretty much. Well, yeah. If if you listen, like if you wouldn't got eliminated at that point, it's funny how the world works, huh? Like how you just mm-hmm. got eliminated before that mm-hmm. before that point that you kind of just. Yeah. You know. It makes me think like um, what I even made it on the show. I mean, well, they have professionals. Um, yeah. on set, you know, they have vocal coaches and that sort of thing, but to the extreme that I wasn't even able to speak, I, it, it probably wouldn't have worked out. I don't know. I mean, yeah. God does things for probably, reasons, so I have. Yeah. Uh, how was, um, who was the uh, the judge or that, that picked you on, on their team? I didn't, That that's the part right before I got eliminated to do that. They asked oh, me who okay. I wanted and, okay. and that sort of thing, yeah. So after boot camp, oh, that's okay. but they limited they 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 scratched that whole part of the show. So that's when everybody got the shocker. So oh, so that that kind of did change up the show then. And now the sh- I think the show's that's, canceled, right? The show's canceled now. I mean, if they would have had me on the show, then maybe they would have made it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, it was an awesome <laughs> show. It was awesome. <laughs> I just you know it's it just things sometimes when they change it up because I I'd liked you know I I don't know. When they change up things, it kind of just throws everything off. But, but hey, this is yeah. not about us, Factor. It's it's about you. How did you go through um, your, your healing process besides not talking? Because I'm sure it takes more than that. Like, what did you have to eat? Like, you know, what, what um. Well, you can eat you can eat anything you want, except you you can't have you know soda, which I I don't drink anyway. You can't have any alcohol, and you can't smoke, and that's fine. I just. Oh, okay. You you really just can't speak. You can't do anything. And so basically the process is can't speak. The tissues have to heal. And, you know, you can't cough because that swells up your vocal cords. You can't cry. And I wanted to cry all the time, all day. And if, if, I, if, I, if I did that, I'm messing up my vocal cords. Um, uh, you know, you can't work out. You can't run because that affects breathing. If you work out, you know, you're tightening your muscles. There's absolutely nothing you can do, but just take it. Just just take it like a woman. Just take it. You know what I mean? So that's why it was, yeah. like, really dark because, you know, especially growing up in a Hispanic family, you know, you have to scream. You, you want to scream <laughs> yeah. and you want to – your dad's calling you over there and you're, like, you're being you're being really loud and it's, like, they just wouldn't get it sometimes. They'd be, like – Hey Victoria, and I'm just like I'd have to run over there, like point to my voice, like I can't talk. Like, oh, that's right, that's right. But really, you can't talk, like for real. It's like no, I can't talk. Like, it was yeah, just the saddest oh, thing. And, and then I remember whispering, I remember uh-huh. whispering to myself, like alone, like just to see like what I sounded like. And it was like, hey, I was like, oh my god, I can't talk. And I was just crying. It was just really sad. But um, no, I finally went to the doctor and. And uh, in January, the first week of January, he was like, "All right, you're cleared to you're cleared to talk, and you know you got to talk, you know, small small amounts of of small amounts of time periods, and then increase it, and then the following week after that, um, I was able to full blown, you know, start speaking, and then he was like, "Okay, you can start singing a little bit, you know, and and that sort of thing." And it didn't sound great in the beginning, and um, as I said, like I'm still you know, working to get out of that, you know, that little nightmare loophole. Um, but everything is, is, is fine now. And um, actually, I sound better than I did before because it's actually you, you have a clean slate. Mm-hmm. Your vocal cords, they're like brand new. It, they sound as if as if I'm 12 years old again. It's awesome. So it's awesome. Okay. So, I, okay. 
So um, I can only imagine what you went through, especially with the family, because I, I know how that is. Imagínate if, if you get all <laughs> frustrated and you can't even yell at nobody or, or, or nothing like oh, that. God. So um, it's so funny so because it, I have I, I grew up I grew up with brothers and they would totally take advantage of me. Like let's say I, mm-hmm. if I'm over at my parents' house and I'm watching something on TV and I have the remote there, like they would just grab it. They would just change the channel. I couldn't argue with them. You know what I mean? I went to Publix with my brother. And uh, he uh-huh. was talking to the guy at the cash register. And he was just talking so much crap. He was like, my sister is fat. <laughs> you know, my sister, you know, she, oh, you don't even want to hear her. And he was just saying all these things. And the guy at the register was looking at me like, aren't you going to say anything? I couldn't say anything. It was the funniest thing. I could not say anything. I just had to take it. It was just the funniest. I could not defend myself. I, I couldn't say anything. It was just, that's all. <laughs> that, that's, that's probably the last time that's going to happen. Uh, so lucky them. Yeah. Um, so pretty much you got cleared this January, and now you are on a mission to really, really release your debut EP. Tell us yeah. about that. You know, you, you you know these past two three months, you know you've probably been working harder than ever to really mm-hmm. let the world know who Victoria Blue is. Um, how has that process been for you? How have you you've been in the studio every day? How have you, how, how has your writing been? Has your muse been there? Have you been having hard days and good days? How's it going? Um, <laughs> well, more than ever now, I am such a strong believer in um, there's just purpose. There's just so much purpose in in going through struggles, and you really have to appreciate the struggle and appreciate the journey. There's just I am so motivated now. If I wasn't motivated before, I'm properly motivated now. Just going to the point of, you know, almost losing your voice because that's why I had to have the surgery, mm-hmm. you know, so quickly and and feeling like everything was going to be, you know, sucked out of me. It's almost like it was it was like my gift. It's like being a superhero and not being not being able to fly. You know what I mean? It's it's and then nobody can tell me when I was going through the process like you're going to be fine, like you're going to get your voice back. It didn't feel that way. So yeah. when I'm going through those times, it's like wishing like I had my voice. Like if I had my voice, I would do this, and I wouldn't wait anymore. I would just, you know, I would release this, and I would sing to anybody, and you know what I mean? It's just having all that. So when I was finally able to just start speaking, you know what I mean? I just started getting back on. I wasn't even, I wasn't even able to start singing yet, but I started writing more, and um, I switched out the songs that I was going to release before, and um, you know, started working on new material. And um, I'm just I'm just so excited now, and it's kind of like I'm not angry, but I'm just I'm just so focused and motivated, you know. And 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 I remember Ray Lewis said he's like you're, you're pissed for 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 um, for glory or something like that. He was just like basically just you know you're just you, you're gonna make it happen. You know I'm just so properly motivated, and nothing is gonna get in my way right now. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. so the process has been, has been, it's been, it's been a little tough like anything, but it's nothing I can't handle. I'm really excited. At the end of the month, we're going to be releasing, um, single and we're going to be launching the website and a couple other things that, um, we have in store. We're going to be promoting for, um, as we lead up to that date. So I'm so excited. So excited. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. So, uh, so, um, G, can you at least, uh, let's see. Elaborate more on what kind of uh, music you'll be having in this EP. Okay, so um, 
it's going to be a little bit of dance. That's definitely the single is going to be like a dance, a song you could dance to. Um, there's going to be um, R&B and soul. Um, I also have a single that's um, in Spanish because obviously I sing salsa. I love singing salsa, rumba, um, you know, that sort of thing. So it's, it's going to be a little bit of everything in there. So I'm really excited. It's going to be dope. Okay, so you're definitely going to have a little bit of everything that's mm-hmm. mainstream right now. So definitely dance, yeah. okay, Latin music. It's going to be mainstream, um, but you're going to, you're gonna, I'm going to sing. I'm gonna, really going to sing on it. So it's not like, I'm really going to be singing on this track. So I'm really excited. Okay. So also you have this all this other background experience that we haven't even really um started even mentioning yet. You used to write jingles for El Son 95. How does that even um how does that even occur? You just you just got to approach, hey, baby, you want to write jingles or <laughs> how you know yeah, how was well, that? when I was out uh, Uh-huh. I think I was like I don't know, I think I was like between 12 and, and 15. We were out um on our gigs. We used to perform at Sunday on the Bay. Um like like after this aquarium or before this aquarium, if you're in Miami, that's that's where it is. Um, and being in the band Vicky Song with my with my family, we that was the that was our Sunday morning gigs. So um, we would get there and you know we would play. We would play you know um, R and B oldies. We would play salsa. We would play you know classical things. And um, it was right there by the dock by the base. So um, I remember after after our gig. So 95 radio station would come in and they would like, you know, remove the, the tables and they would have like a live broadcasting. So um, mm-hmm. there was once that the radio station kind of got there super early and uh, a DJ at the time, his name, he, he went by the name of um, Julio Jr. Um, rest in peace. He just, he passed away um, a couple years after meeting him. Um, I think in Jersey he had like an accident, but he was like a huge um, radio station um, DJ and he saw me singing up there and, Afterwards, he came up to my dad, which was actually a manager at the time, um, and he's like, hey, you know, your daughter, she can sing, and I like that she does this, she does that, and um, he spoke to my dad, and my dad was just like, wait, like, who are you? Where are you up with my daughter? Uh, and then, um, <laughs> and then um, basically, yeah, they got to talking, and he was like, you know, um, we have a couple of reggaeton festivals coming up. Um, I want to get her, um, and our, I, I want her to start preparing her to start performing at these things and I'm looking for artists and on the side like you know she can come in and start doing jingles so we were approached by the radio station that they saw me at a gig um and that's funny because now I'm I'm actually doing jingles for write me a jingle um studios in Ball Harbor so I'm still kind of doing that on the side it's it's awesome okay okay so you so somehow you're still on radio which is which is pretty cool yeah how um I mean, how has how do you feel that you how do you feel that your support group here in Miami is? You know, uh, for you when when you're ready to release this this monster VP, you know, like do you feel that you'll really have these people by your side pushing pushing your music, trying to have you on the radio? You know, you already have a foot in some way somehow. I'm sure you know plenty of people, but how do you really feel that your support group down here in Miami is? I mean. I've only done a couple performances um, nowadays, you know, at, you know, at small venues, like private things. But back in the day, uh, that's that's really when I was starting to do the live gig stuff. And um, 
I went to school for marketing, and that's pretty much what I was focused on um, as I was going to school and, and the business thing. So the whole the whole point of auditioning for X Factor, that was kind of like my mark, like, okay, I, I want to do my passion. I want to do what I love. So I don't think people have really gotten to hear, you know, Victoria Blue, you know what I mean, especially now, like after, you know, this, this huge traumatic experience happened in my life. So, um mm. But I will tell you that after working for marketing in, for so many years in so many different brands, I did get to meet and network with so many uh, people on radio and, um, you know, partnerships and that sort of thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm expecting it to be big, um, you know, because you do have to know the right people. Um, so hopefully everything works out, and it will if, if I have anything to do with it. Okay. Okay. So – so you just you know wow you know girl you're so full of so full of surprises so you went to school for marketing yeah. but you are obviously your true passion is music um you know your experience with school and so forth how has that helped you with with your career or how will that help you <sighs> I actually started off doing music business um, when I was mm-hmm. in my two years in Miami Dade and. Um, mm-hmm. I just happened to stumble upon marketing. Um, when I was doing, when I was working for these brands, I started working for Vitamin Water, Powerade, um, all Coke products. I was marketing manager for Coke and that sort of thing. Um, those are all brands that kind of got me closer to other artists. You know what I mean? Like we were we were doing drops mm-hmm. at Diddy's house, uh, Fifty Cent's manager's house, and I was able to just connect with all these people. Um, and 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 when you connect with these people, you're not only building you know relationships, you're building friendships. So I was able to find out you know background things about you know upcoming artists and new music. I remember we went to Pitbull's out um, Pitbull's album release party, and uh, I got to hang out with Pitbull a couple times. And you know he sat me down and answered like a bunch of questions. But um, now that I'm actually doing it, um, I quit doing marketing and now I'm doing um, music full time. Um, it definitely feels like I'm going in the right direction just because I, I've spoken to so many people about it and then um, the amount of support in that in, in that sense that they now know I'm not doing work anymore and I'm kind of doing the thing I'm focused on. It's it's mm-hmm. very rewarding, and um, it looks like I'm headed in the right direction. Did I answer your question? All right. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so it did help you. It, it definitely did help yeah, you. It, and Okay. And you're taking advantage of it right now. <laughs> yeah. And that leads me to how you 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 know uh, Elizabeth because of, of you know of your both of your experience with um exactly I met her during vitamin water. <laughs> okay, cool, yeah, cool. <laughs> so, Vicky, uh, I feel like we is there anything else you'd like to mention uh, to your followers, to your fans? Because uh, I feel like we really you know we've covered who where, who you are. You know how'd you come about? even in, in this industry, how you've progressed, how you've uh, advanced, and, and now how you're even releasing your own EP, finally. How does that feel? You're finally, your own music, you know? <laughs> your own CD for everyone to hear. It feels pretty amazing, and um, I'm gonna, I want to say to everybody that's listening, just like I, I tell my friends and, um, and family, um, specifically because I'm in it and I've experienced it, and I know I've met amazing people, wonderful people that have been um, have been able to quit that nine to five or quit that um, 
you know, that 12-hour shift or, you know, that they're working. And those people, for those people that aren't happy with what they're doing and they know, like, I want to be a firefighter or I want to be a, a pilot or I want to be, you know what I mean? I'm talking to those people. Um, mm-hmm. I was happy doing marketing, absolutely. I was passionate about it. But I'm talking about that real passion, that, that thing that you've always wanted to do since you were a little kid. You know what I mean? And one way or another, you, you were you were derailed or you were, you know, you were sidetracked because of the hustle and the money and, you know what I mean, people need to eat or, you know, you had to support your family. Um, if you really want it, you can do it. You know what I mean? You can do it. You can make it happen. And when you decide to do that, um, the universe conspires to work in your favor. So it's so important that you stick to your guns and sometimes being pushed up against the wall, uh, losing your, your, your voice, you know, having to undergo surgery, you know, being eliminated off of X factor, you know, to the point of losing it all. Um, it just, it just kind of, those things consume you and, and it makes you a better person, or at least it did to me. Uh, so what I'm saying is being in the position that I am now, um, living off of the thing that I love to do. Everybody's like, how are you able to do that? How are you able? You just have to do it. You just have to do it. And it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. Um, but figure it out. You can definitely do it. You can make it happen. And I'm I'm so for people living their dreams and um, doing that thing that they're that they're passionate about. It's gonna come. It's gonna come. Um, that's what we're that's what we're made to do. We're built to to do those things. And um, when we share our gift, we are given those gifts back. You know what I mean? It 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 really does work. It really does happen. So that's kind of like my message to everybody. And then um, if you want to reach me, the the website victoriabluemusic.com. Um, it just leads to a landing page as we start promoting the launch of it and um, the single and everything. But there's a contact me page on there. Um, it, there's links to my Instagram. There's links to my Twitter, to my Facebook, and that's where you can find me. So I'm really excited, and I want to thank you so much for having me on the show. <laughs> of course, of course. I um, I really appreciate your time. You know, I'm definitely mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here to help people like you. You know, I, I really like that you're working so hard for you know for this dream of yours, and obviously that you're gonna accomplish. And and yeah, I'm excited to hear your music, girl. I'm excited to hear. Yeah, it. man, and you know what? We need more people like you to 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 put people out there to to interview them and to um to expose you know their talent or whatever it is that they're passionate about. Like I know this is something that you're passionate about, so I really appreciate you for your gift and for what you're giving to us and contributing. Um, so thank you, Sasha. <laughs> thank you, thank you, girl. All right, so shout out to you. It's so much, you know. Thanks so much for Elizabeth for recommending you and and, and so forth. So, and I'm excited to having you back on the show. You know, in a month or so, I want I want to see how mm-hmm. you're doing, how your how your EP is doing, and and so forth. Definitely. So, uh, okay. So take care and God bless. We'll be in touch. Okay, thank you. All right, girl. Bye bye. All right, so there you have it. That was Victoria Blue. So, uh, you know, for those fans of, of Victoria Blue, um, you probably already know half of her story. For those that are not fans of Victoria Blue yet, you, you got to hear her story. Um, I haven't personally heard, you know, any of her music, but you can go on her YouTube page, Victoria Blue. She has um, this intro there. You know, she has she has things that you can listen to kind of have an idea of what Victoria sounds like, but I'm definitely excited. It's, it's going to be like, for those that don't know her, it's probably going to be like an impact of, oh, wow, it's awesome. So, <laughs> so uh, 
thanks again for her, and um, thank you guys for tuning in. You know, um, I'm Sasha Marina. You're tuned into the Sasha Marina Show. Just make sure to um, stay updated with us through Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, blah, blah, blah. I'm Sasha Marina on both Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook, the Sasha Marina Show. Or you can just go to our website, thesashamarinashow.com. Okay? Thank you. And bye-bye. I'm going to play this song of Kat Dahlia one more time because I really like her. This is The High. Oh, sublime, we're back on the high.